Welcome back. Vukile Property Fund has managed to record upbeat results. In the interim period, the landlord delivered a 5.2% rise in funds from operations and a 10% jump in its dividend to 52.1 cents. This is mainly boosted by a strong showing in South Africa and Spain as it maintained vacancies at 2%. And joining me now uh, to take us through the six months that was is the company CEO, Lawrence Rapp. Thank you so much for your time, Lawrence. Let's actually start off with the uh, South African operation. Uh, it did post gains in its performance. And of course, some of the things that stood out for me were the low vacancies, but also the positive uh, rental reversions. Would you say that your tenants are navigating the uh, challenging South African environment pretty well? Sonadi, thank you very much. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we're certainly seeing on the whole our tenants doing well. We saw turnover growth of around 3.5% um, over the period. Obviously, within that, there are some winners and losers. Some players are gaining market share at the expense of the, of the other. But overall, um, you know, we're seeing that um, our tenants are doing well. Um, our rent-to-sales ratios are very low. And as you correctly point out, um, you know, that is a highlight for us that not only have vacancies stayed low, but you're seeing rental tension and rentals are increasing in both markets. In South Africa, um, whilst you correct, uh, reversions are up 2.4%. The figure we prefer to focus on is the percentage of leases reverting positively. Uh, and currently, 86% of leases are either positive or flat. That gives you a very good picture of the overall health of our tenant base and uh, really it is looking in very good health yeah would you also say that maybe you are seeing sh some shifts uh in terms of your tenant mix there because of course we know that there are some businesses that are uh, experiencing more pressure than others of course i think you know what you are seeing is uh you know more pressure on the discretionary spend uh, categories as opposed to the uh, you know the, the necessities yeah um, we also have sort of a, a very high component of groceries pharmacies etc in our in our tenant mix overall so I think on the one hand that provides a, def a defensive nature to our portfolio but also at a clothing level which is one of our big categories we saw pretty much flat growth 0.4 percent for the period although we did sort of see a few green shoots in um, August and September of better performance coming through. So I think, you know, we also have another trend of, of customers looking for value. Um, you know, when things are tight, you don't necessarily stop shopping completely. You just look for better value. And given our tenant mix, we, we cater for that market very well. So overall, I think our tenant mix is adding to the defensive nature of our portfolio. Uh, well, let's uh, cross over now to Castellana in Spain, where you've also boosted your stake in uh, that company, where now you hold 99.5% uh, of it. Uh, is the momentum of this asset unstoppable, even with the headwinds uh, that the Eurozone is currently experiencing at this point? Well, we're certainly very upbeat. Um, I would love to be as bullish as you in the wording, uh, <laughs> but my cautious side says, you know, we need to, to not you know, say as much. But really, the numbers are looking fantastic. Um, you know, we have obviously been expecting some kind of a slowdown because of the macro picture in Europe. But in fact, that's not materializing in Spain. Yeah. Um, Spain is outperforming the Eurozone in terms of GDP growth. And the Spanish consumer is, is really showing some very good fiscal restraint. So you are seeing uh, personal debt levels coming down. Uh, saving rates are still there. So the consumers are in good health and they're spending. Mm -hmm. And always remember in the Spanish environment, You've got that massive boost from tourism mm. coming in where you've got a population of 43 million that welcomes over 80 million of tourists in a year 
so you've got that extra money. So yes, the Cassiano business really is in good health. Um, vacancy is at a negligible negligible one percent, and reversions there in double digits, eleven point six percent. So uh, we certainly hope it is unstoppable. It's feeling exceptionally good at the moment. Ah, all right. So maybe cautiously optimistic on that front. <laughs> of course, we do know that there are things that can come in and kind of limit uh, that momentum over there. Uh, talking about headwinds, uh, the impact of interest rates, how has that uh, shown up uh, in your balance sheet and how far are you managing that? Sure. I'll say that there are two issues to look at with interest rates. Um, in terms of the cost of debt, um, obviously that has risen. Um, and that is factored into the numbers. It's also factored into the increased guidance that we've given as well. So we will see an increased cost of debt in the second six months, but that is already taken care of in, in our forecasts. Mm. Obviously, what we're hoping for is that we're at the peak of the cycle. Um, all sort of news flow and indications seems to indicate that that is the case. Um, in terms of the, the timing and the speed of any turn in the cycle, obviously that we don't know yet. There seem to be quite divergent views in the market at, at this stage. So cost of debt has risen, but I'd like to feel that we are at sort of peak rates and therefore any moves from here should be down and therefore beneficial. I think where the main issue though is on, on rates is that property is so cyclical and linked to the interest rate environment. Mm. So property as an asset class worldwide has been out of favor because of higher interest rates. Uh, as we see that starting to, to come down, we think that that will then turn the market. The million dollar question is when does that happen? Yeah. What we're seeing at the moment is tremendous opportunity uh, because of that distress in the market. It's something we would love to capitalize on, but difficult in terms of the cost of equity to be able to raise that money and then deploy it. But certainly at this stage, we're not short of deal flow. It's more a question of being able to access capital at the right price to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, right. Well, thank you so much for giving us insights on those numbers that came out from Vugile earlier on today, Lawrence. I appreciate the time. That was the CEO of Vugile Property Fund, Lawrence Rapp.